Yo, welcome back to the Fantasy Fixers Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Brown, and this is episode three. This is probably the last little bit of advice you're going to be able to get before your drafts. That's probably today or in tomorrow. So I'm going to give you a couple of strategies, a couple of things to think about in your draft, value picks, busts, and actual sleepers. Now, let me let me say this. When I say bust, I don't mean guys is actually bad at football. What I mean is they're, they're not going to live to their expectations, and they're not going to return the value of what you where you pick them at. So they're not going to return back to their ADP. Now, fantasy isn't one from your actual draft. Fantasy is one from your waiver wire. This is when you take a lead over the rest of the pack. If you're not making probably close to 80 to 100 moves in a season, you're doing it wrong. You have to continuously try to get ahead of everyone else by trying to figure out who's going to be the next breakout, who's going to be who looks like they're about to lose their job. One of my guys on this list, I got him on this list as a sleeper because I think he's the next person that's ahead of him is going to lose their job. So once again, this is my top 10 picks of values, sleepers, busts. Let's get to it. A.A. Ron, where are you? Where is A.A. Ron right now? Sorry, my absolute number one value pick is A.A. Ron Rodgers. Now, usually I'm one of the guys who I, I pick QB late. I, I'm going after, you know, Peyton Manning with his his 50-touchdown year or uh, Lamar going his, his MVP year where he was probably picked seventh or eighth off the board. That's why you have actual value. Or even Matt Ryan when he was with Shanahan and he won the MVP. He was probably the 12th guy off the board then. That's where you actually have value in guys, but – it's I don't recall ever a time where a guy won an MVP and he was picked this late in the actual draft. Yeah, if I could get Aaron Rodgers this late in the draft, I'm taking it all day. After I take both of my running backs, both of my wide receivers, then I could pick Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, sign me up twice, please. All right. Now, there is an exception to the rule. I have two of my guys uh, that follow the Fantasy Fixers Facebook page. They're picking fourth overall. Now, if I'm picking fourth overall, I'm probably going to go. I'm going to get one of the big. I'm probably going to go after a running back. I'm probably going to go after Kamara, Henry, one of those guys. On the tail end, I'll pick up a guy like Ridley, Justin Jefferson. But if I can pick Mahomes as my third pick, I'm doing it. I'm absolutely doing it. That's not my strategy, but I'm doing it because, for one, you don't want the number one guy to have him either because the number one guy will end up having CMC, Mahomes, and possibly A.J. Brown. That's a dangerous combination to to face once it's playoff times. So I, I'm going to just mess my entire strategy up if I already have a solid one wide receiver, solid one running back. I'm taking Mahomes. He's the only exception to the rule. Other than that, I'm not picking a QB until I can get Aaron Rodgers late. Unless you have a Packers fan that's in the actual draft room, then you're in trouble. You're not going to be able to wait. But Aaron Rodgers will come back with a vengeance. Like when Arya Stark came back to Winterfell from becoming the faceless man. Hey, shout out to all my people watching Game of Thrones, man. Or did watch it. I miss it. I really do. Now, coming in as my sleeper running back or running backs is the guys from San Fran. That's Roheem Moster and Trey Sermon. I don't know which one to pick. You better pick one of them. That's all I'm going to say. You got to pick one. I'm going with Raheem Mostert. 
because I think he's going to start the job. I don't want to have to wait on Trey Sermon. You know, they picked him up as a rookie, and I got a little nervous because I love Shanahan. I actually have a man crush on Shanahan. Like, he's been just amazing everywhere he goes, and he's going to have an amazing running game every single time from, from, from Devontae Freeman to Alfred Morris. He's going to run downhill all game. Trent Williams was actually rated as having the highest grade out of all of left tackles in football. Um, this actual line is ranked in the top 10, and they have Mike McGlinchey, and they just picked up Alex Mack. They're going to be running downstairs all game. The first game is against the Lions, in which you, you want to get the Niners defense for week one. Don't, do it at the end of your drafts. They're going to run all over the Lions. You want Raheem Mostert. You want to have a piece of this actual offense. Any offense that has Shanahan in it, you want a piece of the pie. That means Trey Lance is going to be a sleeper, too. Watch back. All right, my number one bus pick is Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens. I hate to do it because I love Lamar. Because he reminds me of uh, Michael Vick, 04 Madden, which I was a Madden goat at that time. So that's what I what I think about when I think about Lamar. Lamar's going third overall, and I just can't see him being a top five quarterback considering the injuries that his team has faced. Um, they honestly haven't looked the same since Hayden Hurst left. So not only that, you got Marquise Brown, who hasn't even cleared to, to play any snaps. He hasn't even been in the practice drills yet. You got Rashad Bateman who got injured in the preseason. You got J.K. Dobbins who's done for the year. So it's just not looking good enough to start the year off. But Lamar will have to run for 2,000 yards in order to get back the value of being drafted as third overall. So I j I'm just not picking him that early. I, I, would, I would rather do the, the milk crate challenge with a blindfold on walking backwards. With high heels on. Two left high heels before I make that pick. I'm just not doing it. I'll get another player before I do that. So let's get on to the next pick. So my next value pick is Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. And I know what you're thinking. Why would he be a value pick? He's hurt. What are you doing? Hear me out. Hear me out. Give me a second. This only works if you have an IR spot. If you have an IR spot, don't pick... The, the kicker, I don't know. No one cares about your kicker. What you want to do is pick up Michael Thomas in the eighth or ninth round. Don't pick a kicker in your draft. Once your draft is over, put Michael Thomas in the IR spot and go get Mason Crosby for the for the Packers. That's how you do that. Of course, you know, I don't I don't really care about kickers. So I never give out rankings or anything for kickers. You just pick a kicker on a on a good team. One that's gonna move the ball. That's it. Um, so if he comes back after, let's say, week six, it's not going to affect you at all by him being on the IR. And you, you're probably – by that time, you'll be able to put him in your flex. Imagine having Michael Thomas as your flex in the playoffs. It's over. Simple as that. So if you have an IR spot, go get Michael Thomas and don't get a kicker in your draft. Next bus pick is Saquon Barkley for the New, Ar New Orleans. <laughs> For the New York Giants, they wish they were the New Orleans Saints. In your dreams. But let's go over, let's go over uh, Saquon. Um, I know what you're thinking. He's handsome. He's built like a G.I. Joe action figure. Kung Fu grip. I get it. 
but you're going to be punching the air if you pick him in the first round. Simple as that. He's an amazing talent. He is absolutely amazing. And he could be an absolute winner for you in your fantasy. But you're going to have to make it to the playoffs to actually benefit from picking him. They, they just came out with a report yesterday saying that it's going to be a slow start. What does that mean? Does that mean 10 carries? 10 carries, you, you're, you're going to be throwing a remote. Simple as that. So don't don't pick him. Go get another running back. Go get another wide receiver. It's just going to take too long for his, for his full potential to come to fruition throughout this season anyway. You know what he can be, but he's just coming off of a back-to-back, you know, injuries. And this is the face of the fan franchise. So they're not just going to plunge him in there and expect him to get 25 carries. That's not going to happen. And I'm not picking him that early. I would rather go to work on my off day before I pick Saquon in the first round. Avoid him. Avoid him like you owe him money. My next value pick is Tyler Boyd for the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Last season, Tyler was a top 12 wide receiver. But granted, that that was only between the time frame which Burrow played. Now, Burrow, he, he was on pace to throw the ball 700 times. So don't expect that. But they didn't do anything to help their offensive line. So when that happens, you either have to have a a, a great running game or you have to throw to the slot receiver in a hurry. Because that means Boyd is going to be facing the third cornerback. That means he's going to be facing linebackers. He's going to have the best catch percentage of the three. Of course, you got Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Is there really a big difference in them considering they're like three rounds apart? I'm taking the value of going with Tyler Boyd rounds later. And and Jamar Chase is a rookie who, if I'm not mistaken, he won the Blitnikoff. So he's, a, he's, he's the real deal. But he took a year off from football. I don't know if you can take a year off from football and just bounce back like that, and which you can see from the preseason reports and the preseason game that they're like, he, he's dropping a lot of balls. So uh, can't keep getting away with it. I'm going Tyler Boyd right here. As long as Burrow can stay – Playing and staying healthy, I think he's going to be a great flex option. My next value pick is Miles Gaskins of the Miami Dolphins. Um, With that being said, the Dolphins had a ton of draft picks last, or this previous draft, and they didn't go after running back, so they must have some kind of faith in him. But they did go out and pick Malcolm Brown, in which I was a little nervous considering I watched a preseason game and they pretty they they split the snaps in half. And I was like, oh man, this is about to be a timeshare. But then in the third preseason game, it was Gaston's job. You could tell. He's the clear leader. He looks like the best back. And he his his talent just jumps off the field. So he's going to be the lead back in. The thing about Malcolm Brown is he's great at pass protection. So he's going to be in the game. But Miles Gaskins won quite a few people games last season. He only played 10 games, and he was on IR prior to that. But in that playoff run, he either got 100, 120 yards or he had a touchdown in each one of his games. So to pick a guy that late and he'd be a game changer for your fantasy playoffs is well worth it. You want to go get Miles Gaskins late? Because I'm not going to say he's a he's a workhorse. He's not a bell cow. But he has the potential to be. And the fact that he catches the ball great out the backfield. 
So I expect a lot of check downs from Tua, you know, I don't because that's how they're going to try to ease Tua into being the man of this franchise. It's going to be check downs and quick passes. It won't be a lot of downfield. So go get Miles Gaskins. I have a couple honorable mentions that I just have to say something about before I get off of here. Late in your drafts, go pick these pass-catching running backs up. Well, Damian Harris isn't one. He's not a pass-catching running back, but I think he's going to be amazing in this offense. This year, he's healthy, and they have, I want to say, a top-five offensive line. Um, But Naeem Hines, Janie McKissick, Gio Bernard, possibly James White. Don't be afraid to pick these guys. The third down back might be back. Hey, if you made it this far, I want to thank you for being a part of the Fantasy Fictions Podcast. This is episode three in the books. Hopefully this helps you a little bit before you draft, and hopefully it makes it to you in time. I know I got a late start. Apologies. Uh, make sure you subscribe in order to get the waiver wire ads every week. That would be the most important podcast. That would be the most important thing you listen to when it comes to fantasy. Secondly, I want to give a special shout out to my guy, Boudreaux. You've been here the whole way, and I appreciate you. We go all the way back to Kim Gear, Mop 4, Intense, for 12 hours a day. Thank y'all. Fantasy Fixers out. <laughs>